0: Live from the heart of Los Angeles, this is the at-home edition of The Life Changes Show.
1: Look at the bright lights,
0: look at the bright lights. With tonight's guest, humanitarian advocate and ambassador of Awake and Bold, Bonnie Gale. Look at
1: the night sky, look at the night sky.
0: And performance guest, Tess Cacciatore i am mark leisure and now our host the mc the master of change Montaggio. Boltaggio.
2: Mm. i have been thinking of this show for the longest time uh dorothy mark and i have talked about this show for the longest time and uh We've known that Bonnie's been ready to talk about it for the longest time. It's it's um it's a big subject. We're only going to be scratching the surface today. And one of one of the things that kept popping into my mind as 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 a kid, uh, sometimes parents say things, sometimes they don't. I I remember there were times when as kids we would love to scream. (laughs) for, you know, play and yell and scream. And there was a particular sound uh, that would make our parents run out of the house. And uh, they would say to us, don't make, don't scream like that. That scream says you're in trouble and we come out to help you. So use that scream if you need us to come out. Otherwise, don't use it. Play with a different kind of yelling. Um, and I I remember being uh, at a tourist town near where we lived, and I remember with my brothers and maybe my sister, we were walking way ahead of our parents and and family, and going down the street was a car, and a little girl was hanging out the window, and she used that scream. And I wasn't sure if it was her playing like we used to before we knew not to use that scream or if she was really using it because she needed help. And I remember running to my parents and and telling them, wanting to tell them that that girl needed help. And by that point, the car had passed us. My parents hadn't heard it. And so nobody knew what to do. And potentially, there was nothing they could do. However, uh, there may be things we can do now, especially with cell phones, especially with more awareness. Uh, My my blood just kind of runs cold as I'm thinking about that little girl, and I was a little kid at the time that long ago. So, uh, uh, we can make. A difference. And today, uh, thanks to our guest, we're going to be making more of a difference. Uh, If we can save a life for many today, uh, that's the goal. Bring awareness. That's the goal. Uh, So grateful. We are having a conversation with our guest, Bonnie Gale, about know the signs, save a child. Have you felt inspired to meditate, but you just can't? Do you suffer from
0: anxiety, but fidget toys just make you more fidgety? Want to replace negative self-talk in your head that keeps bringing you down? Introducing the latest self-help solution, Phi Beads. Transformational beaded jewelry inspired by ancient wisdom, science, math, and psychology. All Phi Beads are designed to incorporate the powerful Fibonacci sequence, nature's mathematical formula that has shaped our existence from the beginning of time. The Fibonacci sequence, also known as the golden mean or the golden ratio, is recognized by our conscious and unconscious mind and resonates as order out of chaos, like we see in plants, flowers, seashells, ocean waves, the pyramids, and in our own body. Not only beautiful, they feel good to wear. Phi Beads can help anchor tranquility, positivity, focus, and structure in your life by doing the Phi Meditation. Phi Meditation helps you harness the power of I Am, or intention, affirmation, and manifestation. Affirm the life you want. Get your set of Phi Beads at 5beads.com. That's Phi, P-H-I, Beads.com. You are listening to a conversation that matters on The Life Changes Show. Broadcasting live from the heart of Los Angeles every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Share the journey with us at LifeChangesShow.com
2: and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter At Life Changes Show. This is our episode 685. We titled it Know the Signs, Save a Child. Our guest is Friend, a humanitarian on a mission advocating for human and child rights through awareness, collaboration, as an ambassador for awake and bold. And open your eyes and see organizations. Welcome to the show, Bonnie Gale.
3: Thank you, Filippo.
2: <laughs> thank you. And thank you. You know, I don't, I've never shared that story, and it feels like it, it's time to be sharing these stories.
3: Uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you something. I really never shared the story until uh, very recently myself. So I get it. And let me tell you, it's not easy to share these kinds of stories. And it's not easy to talk about this subject because people just like want to put their fingers in their ears, you know, because nobody wants to think of bad things happening to children and people alike. You know, nobody wants to think about it. However, um, it's really interesting because, you know, I grew up in LA my whole life and, um, I knew that I was stopped from the time I was 11 years old until I was, um, 29 years old. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize until I moved to North Carolina last year and started to get involved with, um, this group called Awaken and Bold, which basically is a company that works with nonprofits to bring awareness to the issue of child trafficking. And um, the way that we do that is two ways. We have hand signals and there's a hand signal that basically when a child or even an adult is in trouble, they can use, which is like literally like you put your hand up and then you fold your thumb in toward your palm. And then you keep um, bending your fingers to come over the thumb and then back up. That's the signal that says, save me. I need help, you know? And so if you, you know, one of the things that we're working on doing is um, Teaching this hand signal to the kids as well as allowing the communities to know that this hand signal exists and what it means so that if they see anybody making that hand signal, they call, you know, they call authorities for help because that's the only way, I mean, it's pretty much the only way that that person has a chance of being saved And within the last few months, there was actually a woman saved in um, Tennessee using these hand signals. And there was a child saved in Asheville, North Carolina, using these hand signals. So it really is effective and it really is a huge issue. Um, Trafficking... In the United States, about eight hundred thousand kids a year go missing in the United States. And worldwide it's an mm. eight million eight million kid children a year go missing in throughout the world. So it's a huge problem and it's something that nobody really wants to talk about.
2: Uh, so First off, I want to say that uh, people can go to awakeandbold.org and see a video and uh, a a graphic of that uh, symbol, it's kind of like a wave, actually, right? Waving uh, the, the fingers, but it's, mm-hmm. it's the sign that, that can save people. So to know it for ourselves, but to know it, uh, definitely to teach it to our children, and also to be aware that if we see it, then uh, to, to call the authorities, as, as Bonnie is saying here. So uh, the, the, the numbers you are, are sharing are, are staggering. Uh, th- this is like a, a an every day, everywhere, all the time occurrence.
3: Yep. Absolutely. And the thing is, is that it doesn't, you know, it's interesting. Like, I love the fact that you brought up about that, what happened to you, you know, when you were a child and you heard that little girl screaming that scream, you know, and Unfortunately, in most cases, the people that are being taken don't have that opportunity to even scream Mm. because a lot of times um, they're in a position where they can't scream. Uh, They might be in a car where all the windows are rolled up and they're like literally, you know, tied. You know, they have their hands tied behind their back and they might have a gag in their mouth Um, There are so many different ways that kids don't get to really scream. If you're snatched really quickly, um, a lot of times if they're snatched really quickly, they'll be put into a car that doesn't have any way of getting out of the car from the inside, you know, on the passenger side. And so it'll happen so fast. Like one of the uh, people that I know who was trafficked, that's how she was snatched. And it happened so fast. Her father was like 100 feet away and never knew.
2: Oh, my gosh.
3: Yes. So, and then a lot of times, it's it doesn't really happen that way anymore because of the internet. You know, uh, a lot of these perpetrators, they make, you know, the groomers, they call them. So the groomers are the people that you know entice the child or the female or the male into whatever it is that they are going to meet you know what i mean and a lot of times it's not who you think you know it's somebody that portrays themselves as somebody completely different and then literally you know they Target certain types of personality profiles, which are, you know, usually have very low self-esteem and a lot of times are not in having good relations with their parents, right? Mm-hmm. And people in their family so mm-hmm. that they're kind of like they, they're they more isolated so that if something happened and they went missing, you know, nobody would necessarily think it is what it is for a while, you know. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of times, you know, it's we really need to know what's going on with this because it is a huge problem. And literally, I didn't realize until I moved to North Carolina and went to a town hall meeting that I was actually being groomed and i think that i was too wild and that was probably the reason i didn't end up getting caught
2: wow i, I it, so 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 there was a, a moment in time when later you realized it had started and later you realize it 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 finally ended but in any of that period of time uh something could have happened so what, what right. were what were some of the signs? And if you don't want to share, what are some of the signs people can look for?
3: Oh, no, no, no. Absolutely. So um, in my case, I mean, I met this person on a party line, which is the equivalent of the internet today, okay? Because it was, you know, a, a number that you called into and you could be talking to anybody. And I was doing this with my friend. We were 11 and 10 years old. I was 11. She was 10. And um, we thought we were talking to a 13-year-old boy. Uh You know, we talked to him for like five months on the phone, not Uh like a day or a week or whatever. You know, he became our friend. Well, this is the same thing that people do online today. Yes. You know? in social media yes you know a lot of times they'll have fake profiles or they might even have a profile that's like one of your best friends and then they start targeting all the friends and you think that they just dropped off so you just automatically add them and now they're like what they're and now you're posting everything about your life right in the world and And this guy is, like, reading all of this stuff and going, oh, my God, this is, like, the perfect one. You know, I I could really snatch her pretty quickly. And so, you know, a lot of times they'll pretend to be, you know, interested in you or, you know, just want to be a friend. And then as your friends longer and longer, I mean, there's so many different ways that they're targeting people. However, online is a big way, a huge way. And it's happening every day. I mean, with the statistics just in the United States of 800,000 kids a year go missing, they say that every day, 100,000 kids get trafficked. Every day. That's because um, wow. they are such a huge income commodity. Because, like, for instance, like, let's say you're a drug dealer, right? You sell the drug one time. And, and now if you, you know, if somebody wants to buy more drugs, you have to go buy more drugs to be able to sell them. With a child, they have a lifespan of a certain time frame. And they know that.
2: When you say trafficked, you're talking sex trafficking?
3: Yes, that's if they're used for sex trafficking.
2: Uh, and I would imagine organs as well?
3: Yes. Yeah, and the organs, different organs go for different amounts, but like a baby pretty much goes for like about 25 grand With when you break apart the different organs that they take.
2: I can't imagine something harder to talk about, Bonnie. Uh, how, uh, uh, how, you know, like I, I knew you were going to be on the show. There's so many things that you've been involved in uh, and that we could talk about. And and uh, and then when, you know, all of a sudden, uh, not all of a sudden, but you you move to Carolina and you you mm-hmm. sell your business and you are like 100 percent on on this, this powerful, important mission.
3: Yeah. Yeah, um, I changed my whole life.
2: So like like it it hit you like that this is just too important not to like somebody's gotta do it and, and you can you can do it. You can do it, obviously. Well
3: you know, it actually it wasn't so much like that, it was interesting because like I got here and then somebody was talking to me about a property that they were concerned about. And so, I have some gifts, and I used my gifts to get them answers about the property. And there definitely were, I mean, there definitely were kids being trafficked on the property. I could tell that there was, you know, wow, some death on the property. And when I <clears throat> drove by the property, I, I was, like, so emotional. It was like I was out of my mind. And I realized, I was like, oh my God, this is like, this is huge. And I never thought to myself, oh, you're going to take this on. However, you know, I just kind of like sat with it. And then I ended up meeting uh, the founder of Awake and Bold. Her name is Hera Tasher, and, um, and Elena, her partner and, um, I just started going to their meetings and kind of like seeing what was going on with it and stuff. And I was thinking, oh, you know, I'll help a little, you know, maybe there's something that I can do. And then I went to this training where this um, man from Vets for Child Rescue came out, and that's one of the rescue organizations that we work with, and did this training about, you know, the profile of a kid that's trafficked and, you know, kind of how it, goes and everything and I was like oh my god that kid was me like and that's when I had you know my awakening around this to realize that not only did I have a stalker for many years I mean I knew I had a stalker I you know called the police I did all kinds of things to try and get rid of the stalker however at the time which was many years ago the police would not do anything about it if you didn't know who the person was, and I didn't know who the person was, and they wouldn't—they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't uh, tap my phone because I was a minor unless my parents asked for it, and I wasn't going to tell my parents about any of this stuff because I would have been grounded forever. You know what I mean? Wow. So, so if you think about it like that, you can see how. In some ways, I was the perfect kid to be trafficked. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I, you, you know, n- none of this is is new to me. And 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 for years, I've had friends. We've had friends, you know, that that have worked in their way to to support this as well. The causes here that we're talking about, uh, awareness and all of that. I have to say that. Uh, the 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 a few years ago, I I, I watched Friends kind of just get you, you know uh, roasted by people saying that's not true, that doesn't happen. You're exaggerating, but this has been going on a very long time, hasn't it? Bob?
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is not new at all. That's why the awareness for me, you know, I decided that I was going to come out and speak. So that people would become aware of the problem, number one. Um, and number two, learn the hand signals so that literally they could help somebody who was being who is in trouble. And let me tell you something. If if it just saves one life, you know what I mean? Like if each person knowing the hand signal, it only saved one life, can you imagine how many lives would be saved? And,
2: and, And it's it's the life and it's the family? Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's the community. I mean, it's it it affects. It obviously affects us all. Uh, at at, at but especially the family, and of course the child, or 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 the mm-hmm. or the human. Well, actually, let's let's talk about this when we come back, because I can only imagine that uh, there are still people in your life that would say to you, don't talk about these things. Don't do this. What are you doing? Uh, mm-hmm. this is crazy. And, and how I, I want to know how you deal with that. Cause you're a strong person and I don't know if every one of us could be as strong as you. Uh, but, uh, I, I'd love to hear from that when we come back, uh, a, uh, for anyone who is uh moved uh, awakeandbold.org We'll talk a little bit more about OpenYourEyesNC.org when we come back as well. Those are the uh, two programs that, uh, along with many, but uh, Bonnie Gale, our guest, is uh, the ambassador for those two. Uh, Go and check them out and familiarize yourself with what she's talking about. And In our next segment, we're going to have our Ask Dorothy segment, all on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition, right after this. The Little Dog That Could is the fantastically true story of a man and
0: a little dog that came into his life as his mentor to help him understand the world beyond his human senses and to experience life, love, and healing beyond his human understanding. Best-selling author, Filippo Voltaggio, who currently hosts the highly regarded Life Changes show, is an internationally known singer, speaker, and life coach. Filippo offers up his own story, how one little surprise package in fur and four legs transformed his life unexpectedly forever and furthered his path of self-discovery. In The Little Dog That Could, Filippo brings to life the meaning of the adage, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Through the reading of this book, you will experience the journey of real miracles that transcend time, space, and logic while gaining practical tools that will help you navigate your way. The Little Dog That Could is available through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For more information, visit thelittledogthatcould.com. That's thelittledogthatcould.com. You are listening to A Conversation That Matters on The Life Changes Show, broadcasting live from the heart of Los Angeles every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Share the journey with us at lifechangeshow.com. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Life Changes Show.
2: Know the signs save a child i'm Filippo boltaggio this is the life changer show at home edition and we have as interview guests humanitarian on a mission advocating for human and child rights through awareness collaboration and education as an ambassador for awake and bold and open your eyes and see organizations bonnie Gale. thank you so much for being awake and bold <laughs> and having your eyes open and opening up our eyes uh, so uh I, during the break, I was talking to uh your friend and fan Dorothy Lee Donahue uh, and uh she said something about the fact that uh potentially your move moving away from here uh gave you like the open space or mind or consciousness to to be able to to take on this whole new aspect of your mission.
3: Absolutely.
2: I have to say it is hard to to know to to believe in what's to believe in and and sometimes to take stuff in. So so everybody at their own pace but you're moving fast. <laughs>
3: mm, yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting. So one of the reasons why we like to talk about stranger danger or saving a child as opposed to, you know, we don't use the word trafficking that much. I mean, it will come up in conversation. However, when we lead with something, we usually talk about stranger danger and what that, you know, why the importance of knowing what that is and what it leads to. Because so many people can't really handle, you know, the just the word trafficking. A lot of people don't even know what it means.
2: Hmm. Well, you certainly shared a, a good chunk of that. Now, stranger danger, we haven't covered yet. So that that's been around a while, but a lot of us don't know what that is.
3: So stranger danger is a way that. Um, in the seventies it was born and basically it was a way to be able to talk about safety and kids in the school system that was like acceptable verbiage and where people could take it in, you know, without, you know, it creating like a massive amount of fear and so that, you know, something could be done about it, hopefully. I mean, you know, like, do you remember the kids on the milk cartons, Filippo?
2: Yeah, I do. I do. I so, like,
3: you know, I remember that, too. However, it wasn't like it. There was no sense of urgency in my recollection about any of it. You know what I mean? Like people weren't really talking about it. It's like, okay, so there were some kids that were on cartons that went missing, but like nobody, like there was no, like nothing that followed through with it after that. Hmm. It was just kind of like there. And then I don't know, like in, in my household, nobody discussed things like that. Hmm. Hmm. And I know my parents wanted us to be safe, you know, um, However, my parents were super traditional and, you know, they were so kind of like overbearing that it it was not easy to keep me safe like that, Mm. you know, Mm. like I appreciate my parents today. However, I didn't appreciate them when I was a kid.
2: I get it. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, And when it comes to something this important, a lot of things are important. This is, Very important. Uh, The fact that, like you said it, and I could see it as a possibility in so many children uh, that they wouldn't tell their parents, like you wouldn't tell your parents because you'd be grounded, right? Like you did something bad. So potentially uh, I know that, uh, that you're, you're bringing awareness and educating. And so could could you give us like, how how does a parent broach the subject with their child? Do you have with their child? Yeah.
3: Um, well, it's interesting. So, so the way, okay. So listen to this. This is, this was, I just found this out actually very recently. So like the biggest lead in for the predators to become traffickers and groomers is watching porn, believe it or not. And they start out watching porn, like and then it becomes like uh, child porn Oh my! and gosh. then it becomes like more extreme stuff like they might have choking and you know all kinds of things because hmm. it's kind of like the way that it's kind of like a drug right you start out and then it gets deeper 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 for a lot of people that have addiction issues right so to feed the addiction they have to go deeper into more crazy you know like more intense things yes and so do you know who the biggest users of watchers of porn is in the world like the biggest grouping of people
2: i'm afraid you're gonna tell us and it's not good
3: yeah kids that, in the United that, States 17 oh my, and under are that, the biggest
2: under oh under
3: 17 and under are the biggest volume oh consumers of porn wow. and so they're growing so they're growing up and being sexualized right at oh. the same time so that when they you know are set up to be trafficked Some of them will become groomers and traffickers, and then some of them will end up becoming victims. And on both ends, it's like it normalizes it to some extent, whether you're the victim or the perpetrator. Watching those extreme things ends up normalizing it in their own brain. And so, Mm. you know, I think probably having the conversation about porn to, you know, see and not necessarily accusing them, just asking, you know what I mean? Like, is this something you watch? Is it something, you know, like your friends watched, like, is it something that's being talked about, you know, because that, and then, you know, I think talking about the fact that there is a lot of, you know, uh, there are people being kidnapped. This is like a common thing with statistics and then the hand signals, you know, and here's the thing. And it's like, so this is why it's really important that you know these things like you might save your best friend. Like when you're talking to your kid, right? You have to bring something up that would be important for them. And if it's something that's like out in the ethers that they have no connection to, like they don't know anybody who's ever been kidnapped or trafficked, right, then they're kind of like turned off. It's it's not something that's in their field. So they kind of have no interest. But if you bring it home to something that is a realistic thing that could happen, yeah, you know, that's a way to talk about it. You know, asking questions, not accusing of anything, you know, and just because, like, more of like being a concerned parent or concerned.
2: You know, Bonnie, uh, we're we're coming to the close of this conversation at the moment. Uh, and, and I actually wish we could just keep going on because there's so much information that you're sharing and bringing so much awareness. And I know this is helping people out there. Uh, I, I Before we close, I definitely want to mention how with it's op- with OpenYourEyesNC.org, right? That you are uh, yes. working on uh, uh, helping actually with the conversation by Potentially, someone saying, "I saw a billboard, right?" Yep. So tell us what those are, and then and then people can donate or help get them get open your eyes uh, USA going kind of thing, right?
3: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do Open Your Eyes America, and nice.
1: Um, nice. so
3: what that is is if you could if people are interested and they want to go to Open Your Eyes North uh, Carolina dot org. You can donate and those donations, all of the donations go to billboards. And um, also we've made little keychains with the hand signals on them that we're giving out to kids in the schools. Um, and it really and then we're also making like little stickers that you can put on your car with the hand signals, just bringing the awareness of what the hand signals are and what they mean. And literally, they mean save me. Hmm. And um, so that's what we have on the billboards also are the hand signals. And it says save a child, know the signs, and then it's got the hand signals on it. And so far, we've had um, billboards put up in North Carolina and Georgia.
2: Wow. And, and soon I trust throughout the country. So go to awake.org or at the moment, open your eyes and see for North Carolina.org. Uh, Bonnie, someday uh, I, in the world, I envision we won't have to have this conversation, but until that day comes, I am so glad we had this conversation and uh, let's all keep having it until uh we're all aware and uh this all comes to a happy ending thank you bonnie for thank you thank you and who you are
3: thank you uh
2: all, all the best to you looking forward to connecting more bonnie Gale. wow oh my gosh uh and with that it's time for our ask dorothy segment
0: dear dorothy This is Celeste from Austin. I have a very good friend who I love very much and he is very important to me in my future. My question is, how do I get him to stop criticizing me so much? He has an amazing heart and is truly a beautiful being and yet it appears to him that his job in our relationship is to tell me what I'm doing wrong. How do I get him to stop and to quit judging me and all of my choices? He doesn't seem to hear me when I discuss this with him.
4: Dear Celeste, I am thrilled that you're asking this very important question, and I trust that you will begin making more elegant choices by getting in to see a relationship therapist as soon as possible. Since your beloved can't hear you and honor your requests, you need to find a way for him to hear. I believe that so many of us have been taught to judge others from the beginning of our lives. My mother and father judged me constantly, and I allowed this to create a lot of unnecessary trauma and drama in my life. I thought I had escaped this by running away and getting married when I was 16. However, what I did was jump out of the frying pan into the fire as I married a man who is exactly like my father. You are so fortunate that you are living in a time with many amazing life coaches and relationship therapists who are available for consultation. I didn't have that choice so many years ago. Your loved one may be unaware that he is being judgmental as he may be doing what he conceives loving someone means. I now understand that my mother and my father loved me very much, and they were simply doing what had been passed down from their parents as they believed this is how you showed love to a child. I believe your beloved is simply judging you while believing that this is how one helps the ones they love. A good life coach or relationship therapist could help you both get clarity and shift into a truly loving relationship. I trust you will find the assistance you need quickly and resolve this issue. And by the way, Celeste, I am writing a book about relationships. And in it, I talk about reactionships versus relationships. And I believe this book will help you a lot. So I'll let you know as soon as it's published.
2: Thank you, Dorothy. And if you have a question for Ask Dorothy, simply write AskDorothy at lifechangeshow.com. And we'll be right back with our performance guest, Tess Cacciatore, here on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition.
5: There are self-help seminars costing thousands of dollars guaranteeing miraculous transformations. There are compelling speakers and life-changing weekend experiences where you can walk on fire. They all deliver revelations that guarantee you'll come back for the more expensive revelations filled with even greater wonder next month on Fiji. We get addicted to positive, heartfelt, expensive theater. What we really need is a jumpstart, an awakening, someone who can give us a reminder that everything we need lies within. Through inspiration and practical knowledge, Dorothy Donahue helps people get grounded and motivated, inspired and energized. It's not just words and affirmations and the power of intention. It's a mindset brought about by a tangible, transcendental experience, an audiovisual, physical, spiritual experience that helps us realize we transform ourselves. We get tools to become the conscious co-creators of lives of unlimited potential. Find out more. Go to dorothydonahue.com. The
0: Life Changes Show is a talk, music, and variety show presented by Life Changes Network, which is a company whose team has dedicated their lives not only to positive change, but to helping others observe and embrace, honor and celebrate their own changes, thus enabling a more positive, inspired life and helping to create a more positive and inspired world. From everyday people, celebrities, business leaders, and children, we are here to inspire our audience to do life better with heart, integrity, and experience, we bring our message and positive intent into your lives through the Life Changes Show. As your life changes, we're here for you. Share the journey with us at LifeChangesShow.com and follow us on
2: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at life changes Show. And we're back. I'm Filippo Voltaggio, this is such an important show and I am so grateful that our performance guest tonight is our friend Tess Cacciatore. She's here as a producer and songwriter and we're gonna get to hear a special song and we'll tell you more about it in a little bit but Tess is one of the people that I was thinking about when I shared earlier in the show that I've learned and I've talked so much about this or I've learned so much about this from people who have talked with me and Tess being one of those primary people so I'm very grateful and she's been sharing this with me for what feels like a really long time so uh, Tess welcome to the show and please share how long have you been sharing this information?
6: Thank you so much for having me again I love life changes and you all so I'm very honored to be here and talk about this project. And this topic that's really important to me. I've been an advocate for sex trafficking and bringing education to the world for about 11 years now. Um, I think it's really important for people to be able to get in alignment, getting in alignment with the education. Uh, One of the things I was telling you about the other day is I was in Vegas a couple days ago. And if you walk into the bathroom stalls, you will see signs that say, get help. If you're a victim of sex trafficking please call this 800 number and below it has several different languages so let's say you're trafficked in vegas is one of the biggest places miami phoenix the list goes on so if you're a victim of sex trafficking and you go in and see these 800 numbers somehow try to get to that number another thing that i shared with you that you were kind of surprised about was that because a lot of them are trafficked through airplanes and airports there's thing that they do is they can put a spoon into their underwear so that when they go through tsa and through the metal detectors it signals off that there's something wrong with the x-ray so on the other side of that the tsa will examine them so if we can educate the tsa and airline employees which is being done by airline ambassadors and nancy rivard they can be taken off site and rescued and it's happened many times so a spoon in the underwear sounds like a weird thing but it's really really important to get these kind of things out into the public
2: i remember getting emotional when you shared that with me because i'm thinking first of all i've never heard of this uh, second uh, maybe even more importantly actually uh, the people that need it have probably never heard of this and the fact that even the ones who have heard of this have to think about things like this just just to be to save their lives i also have to say i've never seen one of those signs so it must be only in in or and and i know a lot of women no one's ever mentioned it so if it's in women's stalls i've, I've never heard anybody talk about those signs
6: the interesting part is that i just saw it two days ago but i've seen it in multiple cities and multiple bathrooms it, it, it's a misnomer that mostly girls are sex trafficked, there's boys too. So I wish it would be in the men's bathrooms, but most of the perpetrators are men, so maybe they don't put that out there. So there's like this double-edged sword that if you educate the public so much, what happens with the hand signals that Bonnie talked about? What happens if you know a, a trafficker sees one of their victims giving that sign that sign what happens you know so we have to be ahead of the game we have to keep re-educating ourselves and inventing new ways to be able to save them
2: well i i I'm so glad we're having this conversation. I, I, I'm not glad we have to have it in the sense that I wish this this wasn't happening, but it it is, and so this is this is very important. And speaking of education, why you're also here is because you have a show. Uh, I've I've it's not out yet. I've had the pleasure of seeing clips because you're my friend and thank you for sharing. And I've gotten to laugh. I've gotten to be shocked. I've gotten to be surprised and I've gotten to learn. And so one of the things you're doing, at least this is my interpretation of of through your series, is really supporting people through certain things that aren't normally on TV or in movies. So tell us about the series and then let's lead into the song that's a big part of the series.
6: Thank you so much for letting me talk about this. I'm very excited about it. It's a passion project. It's called The Right Turn with a W. Um, It's the story of an empty nester, Celeste Wright-Turner, who goes on an adventure. And through the eight episodes of season one, we really talk about stories that are true. In fact, one of our dear mutual friends she's the one that told me the story of her daughter that was sexually assaulted by a priest from the ages of nine to 14. So I felt it really important to be able to integrate that story into the series, which we do on multiple levels in all eight episodes. But this particular episode and series um, and topic was really important to me because of our mutual friend and because all the sexual assault victims out there. So just recently We weren't able to get the rights to a beautiful song called Ashes, which was made famous by Celine Dion because they wanted $50,000 and we're an indie project. So that's our, you know, a big budget. (laughs) So I got Julian Miranda to agree to sing this song. And, and I say, I wrote the song with him in mind because he has such a beautiful angel voice. And I wrote the song uh, within 20 minutes, and when I when I write that fast, I know that the angels are here and I'm being totally streamlined into something divine that's beyond me. And so the song is called Calling All Angels.
2: Well, I know it's a debut here because I've only gotten to hear it before it was mixed and mastered. So I, I'll get to hear it for the first time here with all of you. Here is Calling All Angels from the series, The Right Turn. It's composed by Tess Cacciatore, our guest, and it's sung by Julian Miranda here on the Life Changes Show. And Tess...
6: I have to add one thing. Matt Gates is the composer. I'm the lyricist and melody, and so I had to give him the credit that he deserves.
2: Excellent. So here it is.
1: For the surface to breathe I can't be swallowed up in my grief Surrounded by a mist of confusion Don't you know life is illusion of bad pain. It feels my head.
2: you we're calling to you i'm calling to you thank you tess cacciatore you heard there julian miranda singing calling all angels and of course we had the pleasure of having julian miranda sing on our show in one of our previous episodes you heard uh, the composition of matt gates and uh lyrics by tess cacciatore it's going to be on the right turn tess is going to tell us a little bit more about that like can you tell us, like, which episode? But before you do, uh, and then tell us where we're going to be able to see it and all. Before you do, I have to give a shout-out to Gwen, Global Women's Empowerment Network. Uh, Tess is, is all about so many things, but if she's about anything, she's about Gwen and all that they're doing. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, what this would be a great time for a PSA. I know we didn't plan this, for the Gwen Alert. Seriously. Oh.
6: Yeah, that's a good point. So, on your Android and Apple phones, if you go to the App Store, you can download the Gwen Alert for free. It allows you to upload five of your trusted contacts your family and friends into the app and if you're ever in trouble you push the Gwen alert and it gives them your gps location and now since 2018 version two we're able to give video surveillance that goes to our cloud rather than on your phone so if you're in danger and someone tries to look onto your phone to see if there's anything there and get you even more and deeper in trouble it's not there it's on our cloud and safe so um, look forward to doing version three very soon Gwen alert on the app store
2: excellent okay so with that tell us where we're gonna get to hear this song and uh, watch the series I I I know it's gonna be everywhere but uh, maybe just the website then
6: so if you go to Instagram you can follow us please follow us we're we're gaining slow momentum it's called the right turn series and it's w-r-i-g-h-t And so come and follow us on Instagram. We're going to be able to announce soon where we're going to be distributed. And we're really excited to make that announcement and um, hopefully coming to a streaming platform near you.
2: Thank you so much to our performance guest, producer and songwriter, and so much more, Tess Castratore. Again, a big thank you to our guest, Bonnie Gale. Wow, that is our show. And, and what a what a show! I trust we all learned on behalf of our executive producer Dorothy Lee Donahue, and our executive producer and co-host Mark Leger. I am your host Filippo Voltaggio, reminding you that as your life changes, like ours surely did tonight, we're here for you. Ciao, everyone. You have been listening
0: to the life changes show on the bbs radio network listen live every monday night at 7 p.m pacific time and visit us online at lifechangesnetwork.com on facebook at the life changes show and on twitter at life changes show join us again next week as we consciously explore and embrace the only constant life changes the Life Changes Network is an entertainment network. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and participants and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Life Changes.